from the mean streets of Essex, England, broadcasting around the world. This is WhatCast. I don't know. Is it what cast? Or is it Scott cast this week? I'd say Scott cast. I'm here. Welcome everybody. I'm Matt. This is Scott cast uh, for this episode. A special, special extra episode for this week. Um, me and Riley, while we was up in Scotland. Riley's here, by the way. Hello, Riley. Hello. While we was up in Scotland, we recorded wherever we could. We were struggling to get signal uh, all around the lock, weren't we? It's yeah. really difficult up there. So wherever we could on our little trek to Scotland, to the Highlands, we um, recorded little bits on our search for the Loch Ness Monster, trying to solve this mystery. Yeah. Riley assured me he was going to solve it. You'll have to listen to see if we did or if we found some compelling evidence. Uh, we searched high and low. We, we looked all around the lock from all around the 23 miles uh, around the lock. And I don't know, do you think, you know, we, we won't we won't spoil anything, but do you think it was an eventful uh, search, right? Eh, pretty. Pretty eventful. Pretty eventful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went out on a boat searching for sonar contacts. Huh? It was fun. It was definitely sure. fun. We'd done loads of Highland experiences as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um, like quad biking, we did. We oh, did, yeah, we did uh, alpaca trekking along the Loch Ness shoreline. Yeah. If we'd seen something then when we weren't recording, though. <laughs> well, what do you mean? If we'd seen something in the alpaca trekking. Yeah, do you think? Matt. It was a bit foggy that day, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but if we had seen something, that would be cool. But we didn't in the alpaca part. The rest of it. Yeah, you'll have to wait and see. To listen on and see what we found and saw and what evidence we uh, we uncovered. Uh, we also uh, what else did we? we went out on the Harry Potter train, didn't we, for the day? Yeah. While we were there, that was I don't like Harry Potter, but the train ride was good. Dan, I think it's all right. At least it was when I watched like I watched like one movie and it was all right. I guess. Yeah, we went down to Malague when it, the yeah. fishing village. That was a bit. Well, I thought poor. they called it Loch Morag. No, Mo- Loch Morar. So, so we went down to... Um, Which is ironic because like, we had a person... Morag. Morag, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so, we, so we went down to um, a place called um, Malag, which is like right on, you know, out by the, uh, the, by the island of Egg and all these other strange islands like the Outer Hebrides or whatever you call it. The island of Egg? Yeah, it's E-I-G or something. It's not Egg, it's Egg. Yeah, but they call it Egg. It's pronounced Egg. <laughs> why i don't know because the scots that's how they talk i think unless i'm wrong someone correct me if i'm wrong like but, no it's i can't do a scottish accent to save my life i'm just gonna do the, hey, you. They're like they're like no it's egg i mean egg I mean, egg egg so yeah that, we was down that way but the but at the lock the, the lock nearest to uh malague is is called lock morar and legend has it there's a monster in lock morar called Morag, <laughs> right? And Morag was the person who he rented the cottage from, wasn't it? Yeah. She, oh my god. Go she, on. She just she came out of the lock, 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 the lock, and and rented us a cottage. It got rented by <laughs> a monster. While we're on the subject of Riley trying to be Scottish, by the way, I've got something to play you here. Funnily enough. Oh, this no. is this is a recording of Riley last time that we went to Scotland. There's, there's a pillow with is. Riley standing on top of a mountain, and uh, this is the song he sings when I press this this cushion. Right. I'll take the high road, new take the low road, and I'll be in Scotland. Bye. <laughs> 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 Wait, I can do it still. I'll take the high road and you take the low road and I'll be in Scotland. Bye! <laughs> I wish I had some music to play. <laughs> I have to shout before you at the end of it. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think without further ado, I think it's time to go over to our trek then, to our uh, 
search we search high and low people was asking me can you well, do any well, you podcasts the Highlands, so it's kind of hard to get along. Highlands we, we was uh, people were saying to me you should do some recording up there it's a world famous place and stuff so I tried we tried our best to get some recordings in got about 30 odd minutes in, in total um, yeah. starting from our day one with and it, it the, goes throughout the, the holiday with the 4G rock 4G rock yeah it started starting with our day one where we found a sweet spot right by uh, 4G a, rock. a harbour that Riley potentially well, you, well you'll hear about the 4G rock in a minute and uh, we'll just play it straight the way through then all the clips split up but they're in chronological order yeah through the holiday and then after that we'll be back to discuss so hopefully you'll enjoy it catch you in a bit bye So I am standing on the shore of Loch Ness with Riley. Hello, Riley. Hello. And what are we doing here? We're looking for Nessie. Have we seen her yet? No. Why do you think that is? I mean, if you think about it, Steve was on this. Um, has been on this lock for years and still hasn't seen him. Well, <laughs> it's non-binary, possibly. You don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, that's a good point. How many years has he been here? Since 1991. How many years is that? Uh, no, I can't 31. Okay. And he's not so he's, he reckons he's seen something once, didn't he? But we're standing here right down on the shores. So I managed to get a 4G. Like, I recorded a video to explaining how I couldn't get any internet whatsoever. And I've moved across about three millimetres from that point <laughs> down the shore a little bit. And I've got 4G. I can't believe it. So. We blame the rock. What, the uh, the actor? Yeah. What's he got to do with it? Oh, there's a big rock here. We, Riley's called it the 4G rock. <laughs> so it's potentially this rock is pushing out 4G everywhere. I don't know if you can hear the... Uh, you can probably hear the birds, but if you can hear the water. Wait, let's, but, put, let's put him closer to the water. All right, hold on. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Just look at that. It's like a fissily tree there. Don't touch that. <sighs> so, so our plans for today are we are going to walk from our cottage, which is just down the road there, and we're going to walk all the way down to Drum Village, Drum the Drocket, it's called. And from there, we're going to walk all the way up this kind of... I don't know what the walk's called, but it's like a big uh, hill, isn't it? Yeah. And it leads to a... Uh, well, no, it doesn't lead to a tree. It's trees the whole way, you <laughs> wally. It leads to a... Um, big tree. A big... <laughs> it leads to a viewpoint next to a tree <laughs> with a bench and all this sort of stuff where you can kind of see the whole village, the whole lock, and loads of scenery. <clears throat> it's a bit of a trek, but we was driving for two days... And I don't want to drive again. So we're going to walk everywhere today and just check out the area and keep our eyes open to make our millions finding the elusive beast of the lock. Right. Yeah. Riley's assured me he's going to be the one to see it yeah. and solve the, solve the mystery. What do you think it is in there? Um, Nessie? Well, yes, that's what it's called. What do you think it, the animal actually is? Uh, you think it's a balloon slowly being released? <laughs> What's that noise you just <laughs> made? <laughs> no, uh, I think it's a plesiosaur. I mean, or a swan. From the last a plesiosaur part. or a swan? Yeah, they're just alike, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's definitely something un that we don't know about. What is it? It's either a plesiosaur or a swan. Well, only one of them is a bit mysterious. <laughs> if it's a swan. But to be fair, I've seen as many swans on this lock as I've seen plesiosaurs, to be fair. Yeah. I've never seen a swan. I've seen loads of ducks knocking about down at the door's end, uh, where Steve's van is. But I've never seen um, a swan. A uh, uh, or a plesiosaur here. Do you say plesiosaur or plesiosaur? I say plesiosaur, you can say either though. But that sounds to me, that sounds like police, yes, sir. I thought, <laughs> like, if, if it pops up, it'll have a flashing blue light on its head. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon? I think you are supposed to say plesiosaur. 
But I say please you, so. Yeah. Well, we're going to drive. Like, there's it. This is 23 miles long, this lock. And if you drive around it. No, they're not. What are they? They're birds of some kind. Yeah, they're flying, they're not landing. Oh, it's going to land. I don't know. Right, this lock is about 23 miles long and about a mile wide. And within the space of the next week, we will probably encircle it yeah. about two or three times, knowing us. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll go right around the other side where there's literally no life whatsoever, but lots of viewpoints and lots of wild animals. And then you've got Fort well, Augustus. Well, then there is life, isn't there? If trees are life, animals are life. All right. All right. No human life, then. <laughs> Better. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we've got the Fort Augustus end, which is um, the other end. So you can see right down the lock from Fort Augustus. Lots of boat trips go. We're on a we're on a sort of jetty thing now. Not jetty, really. There's a boat over there that people are about to get on, I think, and go out and ch look, search for the monster. But there's one that goes down from Fort Augustus, which has got sonar on it. So you can watch under the water as well as the top. And there's been lots and lots over the years, lots and lots of contacts under the water um, that they can't be explained. Big objects that, the, that they've got no, they can't be explained down there. So we might go and do one of them sonar trips. You want to do a sonar trip this time rather than that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we might we might check out a sonar trip this this year because um, we've never done one of them before. But I don't know how it's, it all depends on the money really. I don't know how expensive they are. But uh, we also might check out the exhibition, huh? Are we? Didn't you say? Was, did you say we were going quad biking? Quad biking. Are we going quad biking in the Cairngorms? And we're going alpaca trekking around the other side of the lock. I don't know where we walk with them. We take alpacas out for a walk, um, and we've got a train ride from the Harry Potter train or whatever that is that's down in Glen uh, Fort William to M Malague or something like that Juju yeah exactly and that's about two hours long so I don't know how it, it, entertaining that'll be because I'm not really into the Potter of Harry to be fair I think he's a bit shit what what was you going to say he's going to say something weren't you same well you don't like Harry Potter he's alright he's a bit of a specky prick isn't he to be fair <laughs> <laughs> I've already watched like one movie, so yeah. And that one was like, is is alright. It wasn't hype over though. You didn't think it was that good. I, well, it was alright. Wasn't as good as Jurassic World. No. Or Park. Or Park. Do you prefer Park or World? Park. Oh, and by the way, I've got to point out because uh, on the way up here. In the car, Riley listened to the interview that I did. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out with Alan McKenna. Uh, from Loch Ness Exploration and Riley hadn't heard it yet so I played it on the way up to kind of set the tone while we was driving up here and we had nothing no radio because there's no signal on the way up you can't get a signal of anything anywhere on the way up here I started living in the dark ages <laughs> so you can put a podcast on um, and uh, we kept referencing myself and Alan kept referencing plesiosaur or plesiosaur being a dinosaur and riley just kept pointing out the whole way through that it's not a dinosaur so yeah it's it's a marine reptile yeah it's a they're not even related actually they, they share a common ancestor but then again so do we and like frogs they so. share a common ancestor yeah but so do we and frogs i don't think they're even archosaurs the um plesiosaurs so they're nothing a saw so why are they called a plesiosaur then because Saurus just means a reptile, you know, lizard. So I guess sword means liz. Well, like the coin. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. By the way. Just the guys, just queen, all that twaddle. <sighs> I'm waiting. We're sort of standing here, waiting for the fog to clear, so we can get. We can see all the way, nearly all the way across the water to see what we can see. However, my hands are freezing, by the way. I did not think it would be this cold here. It's quite cold. Yeah, that's oh. why I've got a hat on. You only got a hat on. You used to come out in your pyjamas, wouldn't you? <laughs> Wally. But which I'm waiting for this fog to clear so we can see the other side 
of the lock well, and back at Morag's we could um, by the way we're staying in a cottage yeah. from a person called Morag yeah. and that when we say Morag's that's what I mean but we can see the castle from Morag's yeah we can see the castle from Morag's but they don't light it up at night no more so it used to be the castle ruins on the lock used to be all lit up but last night it wasn't lit up at all we couldn't see it so I don't know why they've stopped doing that because that looks pretty spectacular of an evening looked well, yes, when they do it. I mean, the lights are still there. They're just obviously fade the planet. Ugh. All that shit that you that you applaud. It's because people, because like people, because like you, that they turn them lights off for. Because you're going about oh, the ice is melting and all that shit. Don't go on about it. <laughs> yeah, but whenever we mention watch. it, sometimes like she <laughs> thinks we should m- let the ice melt and drink it. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll go back it. Because you might as well drink the purify the ocean at that rate well you could exactly and then we've got us yeah well you know but they keep going on about oh the 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 levels are rising but then you look at pictures from like 100 years ago versus now and exactly the same level of water so what's going on is it all a hoax david attenborough said so but he's potentially bought and paid for by the establishment some people tell me attenborough don't listen to him what do you say to them people no. You say no what? No. No what? <laughs> I don't know. You don't agree with them? You like Edinburgh? Yes. Yeah. You're very trusting. Even if um, the climate change is a hoax, it's still a good... He still does good documentaries. And if you watch Prehistoric Planet, he doesn't even talk about climate change, probably because it's about dinosaurs, but, you know. Yeah. And plesiosaurs and pterosaurs. Yeah, because a it, frog is in it. A frog is in it. A giant one. Well, hang on a minute. He talks about dinosaurs of all sorts and plesiosaurs and pterosaurs, but he also talks about a frog. What the fuck is that doing in that show? <laughs> Look, you, you watched it. Did I? Yes. What, with a frog in it. There was a frog that ate the, the little dinosaur. I do not remember that. Most of the time, they're just on as background noise for me. Right? <laughs> like you love them. Whenever Riley's watching a documentary about dinosaurs or about animals, if I speak at all, he pauses it until I've finished, don't you? Yes. Because he, he, <laughs> he needs to learn all about it. Oh, shit. I've just noticed I've gone back to G, so I've got no idea if this is recording or not. So I think I'll sign off for now. Near the rock. Yeah, I know. So have I gone away from the rock? Is that what it is? Yes, go to the rock. I need to get a sweet spot. It should still be recording. It won't download till I get home, though. Right, hopefully that will record it. Uh, we'll catch you later. Maybe I'll do some more recording later on the holiday if I can find anywhere to do it. Cheers. See you later. Bye. And now we are back. That cut off earlier on. It is now pitch black. Get that light out of my face. We are over at... Doors Beach, uh, which is where Steve lives, the Loch Ness Monster Hunter. And uh, I'm here with Riley again, all right, yeah, Ryan? Yeah. And we're using, it's so pitch black that we're using our phone light just to light the way. It is pitch black. Because, and from, and from, wait, from, I'll say it here, then I'll go back. But from a distance, it you just, it just, it's just a bright human next to a dark <laughs> background. It's Unfortunately. Weird. The sky is grey, otherwise there'd be a billion stars above our heads tonight. <sighs> you can hear the running water going into the lock here. So, <laughs> to set the scene, there's a pub we've just eaten in called The Doors Inn just over there, uh, on the on the banks of the lock. Um, Steve's van is right behind us, the Nessie Hunter, but he's not home again. Uh, there's literally, I can't describe much else, we can see a few lights over that direction, a few lights over that direction... And a sort of shingle beach, some trees I could just about say, and it's literally pitch black. We are literally standing here, Halloween week, pitch black in the Highlands. Spooky. It is pretty spooky. Like, I cannot turn off my phone light, otherwise, it will be pitch black. <laughs> it would be. If Riley turned off his phone light right now, he wouldn't be able to see. Yeah. Anything. I can still say a little bit. It's just talk because oh. your screen is still on. Oh. All right. But, uh, yeah, so... Now? We... Oh, yeah, I can still see you because my phone's like, still on because I'm recording this. 
But you can look around. If you look in that direction, you can occasionally see a car light coming along. Like we're looking. So we're, if no one's ever been here before, we're at one end of the lock, um, pretty much one end. It's 23 miles that way. And we're trying to look. You're never going to see the end of it. Uh, and But you can see kind of like some twinkling lights on one, one side over there and one side there. What is that light over there? Can you see that light? Is that like a car coming or something that way? I do sort of see it, but um, I had to guess it would probably be some other guy. Oh, wait, no, that, that looks yeah. like a lighthouse. It looks like a lighthouse. It's shining this way. What the fuck is this? Well, I've got no idea. But, yeah, so that's a bit weird. But uh, there's shingles all the way along there. I can't really see where the water line is, so I don't want to go any further out than this because I'm standing right with the water lapping up where my feet are. Steve's not home. We've just eaten. Did you someone just... I oh, just had a splash. <laughs> um, if, 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 if it was daytime and we saw... And that, spla- if, and that splash was Nessie... But if Wait, no. If that splash was Nessie and we didn't see him, I swear to God... <laughs> so hang on a minute, right? So how's our hunt gone today? How successful has it been? Um, haven't seen a thing. So what did we do? We went to the Loch Ness Exhibition Centre, didn't we? Well, first we filmed this morning, didn't we, next to 4G Rock. Yeah, but then we went to the Loch Ness Exhibition Centre, and it what did you think about that? Oh, it it was quite good. But it basically told you that there might be a fish in here, an enormous (laughs) fish. That was literally it. That, look, what is going on over there? That is like that. Oh, that. Another lighthouse, probably. Lighthouse. Wait, I should say. There's not any lighthouses here, by the way. Well, it looks like a lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks like what you'd see in the ocean. It's like, uh, for those that don't, because you can't see, can you? Um, it's like a light that keeps spinning around. Maybe it's some other guy with their with their light on their phone. I don't think he's got a better light than me than I've got on my <laughs> phone, then, if he's doing that, because it's basically shining all the way over here. Yeah. We can sort of see the lights over by the pub, and there's literally that way you could not see that shore over there like it is pitch black like it's not the sort of place you'd want to come to on your own put it that way in the dead of night but um yeah so i think we're going to sign out now because uh we're going to go and have some dessert and i'm going to go and have another beer that i've just had in the pub so we might see you we'll probably see you later on in the week adios for now see ya Okay, now we are on, I think, day three of this holiday. It's a bit windy, you might not be able to hear me, but no, we... day two, isn't it? Day three in general, day two in here. I don't know how the wind is affecting this. It's very windy. We are right on top of a big hill, slash mountain. Panoramic views are awe-inspiring, I don't think. Yeah. Very, very good. And uh, it's a cloud. we're literally on cloud level, look, over here. Time to film. Like as soon as we start filming, the wind's just like, yep, time, it's time, showtime. Yep, I think so. And we have just uh, done an alpaca trek this morning. That was fun. Yeah. We walked along with the alpacas in the uh, next to the lock. And today we're just driving around the rest of the lock. And um, on the way here. We stopped at the most haunted fucking hotel I've ever seen. I know, right? And uh, it was uh, the weirdest experience of my life. I'll go into more detail in the in between these clips on the show. But the Whitebridge Hotel, if you're ever in the Highlands of Scotland, it is weird. Yeah, like, there's like... We went in and it's just empty. It's, I thought He thought it was going to be like a bustling place. But it's just empty. It's just there's nothing there. And there's Not a just empty. Hat. Yeah. There's a bowler hat on the wall in the toilets and stuff like this, right? And there's just like weird ob- objects scattered around everywhere with no sign of human life whatsoever. Like no one's been there. It was like walking into a building in The Walking Dead when everyone has been killed and you're the only humans left alive. There's no one out in the streets. There's no one on the roads. Just this weird white hotel called the Whitebridge Hotel. And there's a bunch of cars that parked, and no one was in them. God knows where they were. Hallowed out was actually dead, but it definitely felt like they were dead. I think so. And now, so now we've continued to drive around the scenic drive around Loch Ness, and we're on top of this big mountain slash hill in the middle of a big mountain hill range, whatever, surrounded by locks and scenery and clouds, and 
it is stunning so uh i'm not sure how much this is coming out so i'm going to sign off for now uh because the wind is blowing me off the top of this mountain and we'll be checking in again soon okay we're a few days in now and we're about to start the proper hunt right yeah last full day just having a look around some gift shops seeing what sort of twaddle we got here <laughs> do you like these stones yeah, these are good stones. It's a load of gemstones, is it? They've got Loch Ness on them. That one's what a love heart. What's that one, mate? Hang on, let me look. We're, we're heading down shortly to do a trip on... It's Shiva, Shiv, Shiva Hearts. Alright, you have to shout. Do a trip on uh, Cruise Loch Ness. Sorry. So they've got sonar and etc. on that one. We've never done that one before, so we're going to try that one today. Got some uh, Highland water bottles. What's that one? Look, Scottish tell witches. Tell about the Crow's Road. Oh yeah, that's not a uh, spooky book, though, is it? Crow's Road, Crow Road, no. a Crow Road, or whatever it's called. Do you know? Want to know the first line? Yeah, go on. It was the day my grandmother exploded. Yeah, it's the first line of a book we've been reading. Sounds bizarre, right? Yeah, and this one kind of reminds me of this. Scottish witches. It has a crow on the front cover in it. it that would be of... like a, similar to that um, Whitebridge Hotel, wouldn't it? That's a bit spooky. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, there they are. That's what I want. Chocolate chip. Should I get my mum some of them? We got a Highland Cow ones last time, didn't we? Yeah. So we're looking at um hi. Scottish shortbreads at the moment. There's loads of Nessies in front of me. Toy Nessies, Toy Highland Cows. Yeah, God knows how many there are. Like like Highlands those lorry drivers are probably just shipping Nessie toys, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. They got rocks, yeah. Right, I'm going to grab some of these. See we'll check back in in a bit. Right now, me and Riley are on the boat. We're on a boat in Loch... Is this Loch Ness? Yes, we're in Fort Augustus. And we are about to go out on the sonar boat. I think that's the screen up there, just yeah. with the sonar contacts where we're going to be. Yeah. So we're searching. We can't... We ain't seen nothing on top of the surface, have we? No. So now we're going to look beneath the surface with the sonar scans, right? Yeah. You know, you know what they say, I'm going to have to read something up. Um, beneath is always the top. That well, yeah, that well-known saying, beneath is always the top. <laughs> the twaddle you speak. Right. So you've got the scans here, so you'll be able to see all the way along. Yeah. Right in front of us is a screen where they're going to show us the sonar, any sonar contacts they pick up. And this boat, I believe, picked up a big one last year that they still can't explain. Ooh. Right deep. As, um, right deep in man? the middle of the lock. What? Who was that man who did the exhibition, the, inter the interactive thing? Um, oh, Adrian Shine. Yeah, Adrian Shine would say it's just a big fish. Yeah, that's what he says, but we don't listen to him, do we? Yeah, so we're not sure if we're going to check in again on this boat. We're about to go out and start the, start the hunt. Riley's bought some ridiculous binoculars. Have you got them? They're in the car. They're in the car. Because they're useless. You just look for them and it's just glass. <laughs> so we thought they was monster hunting goggles, but they're not. Um, Rip off. Yeah, so we might check we back in. A refund. We might check back in. To be fair, let's go for it. We can zoom in, just like two millimetres. <laughs> we might check back in in a bit. If, we're, if I get any signal out on the lock, I might check back in if, if anything's spotted. Um, we'll get back to you. If not, then we'll be continuing our hunt afterwards around the other side of the where, lot where no one lives and Alistair Crowley's old house Bolleskin house we're going there today it's a haunted uh, place apparently well, so not as haunted as that other thing the Whitebridge Hotel yeah yeah no not as haunted as that but hopefully I guess we'll see yeah but we can't go up to Bolleskin but we can stop by Bolleskin house uh, right at the end of the drive around the south side of the lock they call it I think knowing dad is probably going to do a TikTok I can't do any TikToks because I can't, I can't get a signal anywhere. 
Good point. So we might not be able to get, but we'll check back in at some point today anyway to let you know how the search is going. Because t- today is the final day of the search, isn't it? Yeah, sad. And we're heading down to Dumfries tomorrow, and then we're heading home the next day. So, uh, what we done quad biking the other day, didn't we? Yeah. And we've done um, quad biking. We went on a Harry far. Potter train to uh, Malague across the Glenfin and Viaduct. So we had a couple of days away from the lock. We couldn't search, could we? Yeah. I'm sure Nessie's been popping up everywhere when we've been away. Yeah, he's just been like, are, those go- are they gone? They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, and uh, before that we did the alpacas, didn't we? That yeah. was on the shores of the lock. So I don't know if we spoke about that already on here. Oh, yeah. She's she, so close to the lock that like, she even said that they drink from the they lock. They drink lock water. Yeah. Nessie poo or Nessie wheeze yeah. Yeah. and all that shit right so I don't know we, we will solve this mystery one way or the other by the end of today wait wasn't we doing the reindeer no we didn't have time to do the reindeer oh okay but we saw some deer we might see some actual wild deer today some stags and shit yeah alright so we're going to try and check back in out on the water if not we'll have to check back after the this uh, search part on the boat is complete so we'll catch you later. See ya. Right, we're on the boat now. We've done. We're just on our way back into the to dock. Well, not really. About half an hour. But what have we discovered on this boat? We discovered mountain goats. Mountain goats. Uh, we didn't know were here. They're crawling all around the side of the mountain. Not sheep. Not sheep. They've been showing us the sonar contacts. We've been. We've got a sonar going for this trip. So we can track everything that's underneath the boat or underneath the surface. And there's been a few contacts pop up. We've also seen one from two or three years ago when they found a big animate object that was about 15 feet in length that they have yet to know what it is. But it was definitely alive right underneath pretty much where we are now. Yeah. And we've also now we're learning all about uh, the fish and all all of the things that live in the lock, aren't we? Yeah. And not Nessie. Well, we are learning about Nessie, but I mean, like, not. That's what they were showing us the contacts. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think that was? That big contact that they picked up? I don't know, actually. Um, I want to say a monster, but. Near the surface, near near the. Not the surface, near the, the, the seabed or whatever you call it. Yeah. Well, it's a mystery. No one can explain it, basically. So, yeah. all the skeptics out there. None of them have given an explanation for it yet. No. I mean, they thought it was a whale. But then they was like, oh, it's Loch Ness. And they're like, a monster! Yeah, exactly. So, we're heading back in just to set the scene. We're on this, we're at the top deck of this boat. So, we've got a perfect view out. We've got both sides. That's the side we're living on at the moment. And then the other side is the more wild side of all the wild animals. Peregrine falcons, we've been told, haven't we, are around here? Yeah, the fastest living animal. Yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, resident here. Cheetahs are the fastest land animal, not the fastest, fastest animal, full stop. So, we're heading back towards the mountains that way, towards Fort Augustus. Keeping our eyes open for the monster on the way back in, right? Yeah. What do you reckon the odds are? Out of 10, do you wonder how our chances are of seeing the monster on the way back? About a two. Two? <laughs> I think you're being hopeful, but... One. Maybe. Right. We'll sign off for now. We'll catch back up with you in a bit. Bye. Right, so we've just, uh, we've just, eaten, we've just eaten at the White Bridge, the spooky haunted hotel, didn't Which we? Which wasn't haunted. Oh, you were scared in there. Stop it. I've got yeah. video to prove Although, it. Although, to be fair... To be yeah. fair, a van was a van from that. There's a car. A van from that place was. Ch- it wasn't chasing us, but it was definitely following us. I just like, swerved out the way of a grouse and nearly killed us all. Just <laughs> yeah. Trying to not avoid a grouse. But anyway, the point being, we've just pulled into a little lay-by on the side of the lock, the south side, the wild side. We've learnt this is called right. The the side with not much life, even though about fifty cars just went past when I started recording this, and because um, <laughs> we've spotted a few uh, disturbances, haven't we? Can you describe what we've what we've come down here for? We saw like didn't we didn't like Mum say we saw like little bubbles. There's bubbles. Uh, there's, there's like bubbles, and then isn't there like. There's, there are disturbances in the water. It's like, to yeah, it. it's like you can see a consistent line going along in one direction in a couple of different places. 
So it looks like a strange phenomena. Although, I guess you could put the line down to like... What did he say yesterday? What did he say? Like, boats? Will you piss off? This is supposed to be the wild side. <laughs> Traffic. Like, right. like boats going past and then the, the waves coming up later, but I'm not sure. Underwater uh, waves they were talking about, weren't they? Yeah, although I'm not sure that would even be possible. I mean, if a boat goes by, it's going to make waves, not 50 years later. Well, yeah, but they're going, they're going sort of against the, the flow. There's a, a constant one just over there. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it might just be natural phenomena, but it looks very spooky from the road, doesn't it? And it's getting a bit, it's getting dusk, it's sort of getting a little bit dark. Yeah. We want to go down to Dawes Beach. We're going down to Dawes Beach now. See if we can get, see if we can have a help. word with Steve, yeah, if, if he's there, the monster hunter. If he's not there, then we're not going to get an interview, might get a quick word with him. Oh, okay. But uh, we're going to go down there, try and buy an SE, have a look down the length, because we've been to Fort Augustus and looked down the entire length of the lock this way. Uh, so now we're going to go to foyers, uh, to doors, sorry, to the other end of the lock and look down that length, even though you can't see the whole length because it's 23 miles long, so you're never going to see that length, are <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're going to go and do that, but we thought we'd drop in now because we're continuing, we've driven around the whole length of the lock today, we're just getting towards the final bit, towards Doors Beach, but we saw some strange disturbances from the road, so we thought we'd report in, right? Yeah. Uh... But now we're going to report out and yes. go back to the beach. We'll speak to you in a bit. See ya. So, we've been on the deep scan, but is it, what's it called? Spirit of Loch Ness down that end, isn't it? Spirit of Loch Ness. And then we've been looking at the sonar context. We're now standing here with Steve Feltham, the monster hunter. And uh, we've just been asking him about the sonar context, what they could be. And Steve just told us a bit of interesting information. Hopefully we can get it on here. You know what, Steve? Yeah, afternoon. Yeah, what I was saying was... What we think has happened is, before COVID, these animals, whatever they are in the loch, have always been given the impression they don't like sonar because whenever you get a contact with a sonar machine of one of these animals, they seem to be diving away out of the beam. So they may consider sonar to be a predator or whatever, but they've always, we think, they've always hung out in quieter corners of the loch where the boats with sonar don't go. And then when lockdown came along and the whole loch went silent, it's possible these animals moved out into new feeding grounds, such as Fort Augustus, where the boat does its regular trips. And then after the lockdowns eased, sonar traffic has started up again, but these animals don't seem to have returned to where they had previously hung out. Maybe they've become at ease with sonar because they've realised that sonar isn't a threat to them but that there's more food in places like around Fort Augustus because I mean that boat Spirit of Loch Ness it used to get the occasional sonar contact before Covid but since Covid it's getting a dozen or more every summer and they're solid single targets mid-water size of a transit van right and yeah, that's, that's was it. that was that one the one that was flagged up was that the last large one they got? No, no, they've had a lot. More. Oh, they have. They've had a lot more since that. Yeah, yeah. They've always, you know, they've always had some, and they've always sort of kept a record of them. But they don't. I mean, Ronald that owns the boat, he do, he's from Fort Augustus. He doesn't like to shout about sonar contacts that he's getting. Yeah. Because. He always thinks, well, all the sceptics are going to say he's a tour boat operator right, yeah. and he's spotting Nessie. Surprise, surprise. So he tends to shy away from... I try to get him to talk publicly and he's like, no, nah, I'm not. I've seen what keeps happening with talking publicly. Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. Anything you want to ask Steve while we've got him here for a sec? Yeah. Didn't, didn't you say that you... Like, oh, he... Dad told me that... You you said that you saw that you have had one sighting of the monster. I have, and that was at Fort Augustus as well, actually, and that was in 1992, and that was something as I was looking across the back from the end of the canal to the back of the Fort Augustus Abbey, something shot through towards the abbey like a torpedo going against the waves. So all you could see was a spray of water off of this thing, and I don't know what that was, but I didn't get a photograph of it because. 
damn. All right, anyway, okay. thanks thanks for your time, Steve. We just bought another little Nessie model here for you. It's about five for your collection now, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, we're heading home tomorrow. Long drive back to Essex. <laughs> Main streets of Essex, 10 hours back yeah. there. Yeah. But we're stopping over in Carlisle on the way up, so it's not too bad anyway. Okay. Lovely. All right, thanks for your time, Steve. Good to see you. Cheers. Again. Yeah, set up. Right, so that was our uh, trek ended there. We finally caught up to the elusive monster hunter. Steve. Steve Feltham, uh, who uh, he was telling us he's not always there at weekends anymore. So he was there the last day that we went around the lock and we bought, as usual, we've got five now, little homemade Loch Ness monster models from him. And uh, he explained there, as you would have heard, about the monster. What? <laughs> about the sonar contact. So what do you think about them then, right? So Yeah. I think those are I think that's pretty it sounds pretty solid to me that it would have been scared but then gotten used to the thing. Like Yeah. I feel like you can get animals used to things that they'd usually be scared of. Like mittens, we could in theory get used get used to the box. Mittens is our cat, by the way, for those yeah. that don't know. Uh, like I just, just I wish I had the tune to when play. I say, <laughs> but when uh, I say when box, we, we I just went like... to pick the cat up, and I saw the cat in the box, and the first thing I wanted to do was oh, what a close line! <laughs> it's Riley's cat, so I couldn't do it. Oh, Could I, right? No, yes. she's mine. She's all mine. If I, the only person that can close line her is me, and right. I'm not going to. No, so uh, we. That was Steve's explanation. So we saw that we saw a few sonar contacts while we was on the boat, didn't we? But they didn't explain yeah. them at all. But they showed us like the big one from a couple of years ago that, that everyone agreed was a very, very big anima, animal. Um, and no one's really been able to explain it. I mean, a, couple, a couple of people have tried. Yeah. But they, they've said, oh, nothing that big could, could be alive in Loch Ness because yeah. there's not enough food. Right? This yeah, is what basically. they've said. Hang on. This is what they've said. There's not enough food in Loch Ness to sustain a creature that big. And then they've all seen that creature on the on the uh uh the sonar and then they've said you it could be anything there could be other big animals in there oh i thought it couldn't sustain them sounds like cognitive dissonance to me mate <laughs> so it sounds like the mate. yeah like basically what i was saying is when they got like the, the sonar they were like the people were like oh it's probably whale or something and then they said oh we're in loch ness and i was like what they was like hang on it was like <laughs> what yeah how <laughs> about you try and do the same <laughs> just tell me <laughs> If, if, you, if I saw Nessie, I'd say, you've got to prove yourself. So the only way to do that is to... Get your ass out of here! <laughs> yeah, that's what I think, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so so I think that that was pretty decent there. Uh, we we searched Iron Lake. We saw a bit of a disturbance in the water, didn't we, that yeah. we stopped. And then just after that, we went straight down to the beach and bumped into Steve, got Steve to come on a podcast and have a bit of a chat about the sonar contacts because that was the where all the evidence seems to be these days. No one can really dispute these sonar contacts. Whether you yeah. believe there's a dinosaur flying around, fl- it's not a flying dinosaur, around. not dinosaur. It's a marine <laughs> reptile. Marine reptile. Whether you believe there's a marine reptile in the water uh, swimming around, or whether you believe there's other unexplained creatures or big, big, big fish in there, either way, the sonars pretty much prove there's something une- unexplained in it, or a so- big swimming tree. Mm, there's something there, but that wouldn't be animate, would it? They wouldn't. They. they well, every, everyone agreed that that that, that contact. Everyone agreed that that contact was alive. Why would it be an alive tree swimming? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Before you come out of all that twaddle about <laughs> trees are alive as well. Not if they've been cut down and put to the bottom of the lock, they're not. <laughs> but apparently they did find like because they made they've made so many Loch Ness monster films up there over the years that they've had fake Nesses and they've sunk to the bottom and sometimes mm. they show up. But you can tell that they're not actually swimming. They're just sitting there. So that's why they get some certain strange shapes pop up every now and then. That's what I've heard anyway. What? Exactly. I don't know. But uh, so what else did we do? Quickly, we got because we promised we would talk about this. Yeah. And because we didn't realize how long it would be. We just thought we'd do a little sections in between. Yes. But we didn't realize we'd get a 30 odd minutes because we're struggling to gain in it. But... The Whitebridge Hotel we mentioned, right? Yeah. So the Whitebridge Hotel, we went round the lock. So we went and done an alpaca trek, didn't also, we? Yeah. Also, while we're here, I just want to mention what we're about to say apparently isn't true because we did go and have a meal. 
Yeah, well, can you just let me get for a story? <laughs> China. So, so uh, we go. Uh, yeah, because I had some uh, China plates in there, didn't they? China. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cutlery. Anyway, so we, we've gone into the. Um, we we went round the lock. We went to the alpaca trek. You we mean walked, <laughs> the lock? Sorry, we went round the alpaca trek, and then the lady that that was uh, doing the alpacas, she um, told us. Stop playing with that because you can hear it through here. She told us that um, there's a lovely place called the White Bridge Hotel. And she said it with an evil glint in her eye, didn't she? Yeah. Not trying to send us to her dome. Yeah. Say what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she told us to go round to the White Bridge Hotel. What? And then I was, and then she said, "Oh, there are really lovely people in there, and uh, they'll look after you in there. They're really friendly, not like the doors in." What? <laughs> so we, we've uh, decided to um, jump in the car because we was heading that way anyway. So you, what it is is a lot. There's a Loch Ness trail leaving, leading around the entire outside of the lock. Something goes a little bit off at, at one point, and you can't see the lock, but it's still going in that general direction. This is on the wild side, the, the south side of of the lock. The pretty much opposite where we were staying you're waving your arms around like they'll be able to see it doesn't make any difference i do this all the time it's how i animate myself <laughs> what and uh yeah so um right if you keep on with, with all this you're gonna be my shut up and sit down i'm gonna say that to you right so uh we drove towards that way towards the way she said and we came across this wonderful wondrous hotel that she was pointing out right what and uh, we, it looked that. absolutely deserted, didn't it? Yeah, I know. Right, so so we've decided to we, get. Uh, we decided to have a quick check inside, uh, and we we got the inside. Were weird, though. We, yeah, we got There's inside. Like a boob, a woman's outfit, like underwear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like we got we got inside. There was no other humans or life of any description inside this hotel, but everything mm. was fully open for us to to, to explore, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, although I didn't. Didn't my mum say there'd be like, there was like a staff, a member of staff going up the stairs? Uh, no, I think she said it was a a, um, a guest for the, because, mm. but there was one car outside eventually. Um, but this was but midday. Was it wasn't deserted. like it was first thing in the morning or something. What? That the car was deserted. I think there was like three cars the first time we went there and there was like all deserted. Yeah, I think so. But uh, then we've tried like, to as get. As soon as we got there, it was like. Yeah. What? Yeah, Riley's pressing the buttons. <laughs> so uh, we tried to go in. We thought we'd, we thought we'd go in for a bit of lunch. What? <laughs> you love that one. We thought we'd go in for a... What about this one? What? <laughs> we, thought we thought we'd go in for a little bit of lunch uh, and it was absolutely deserted. The door was shut. And then we, cut, we went back to the car. It was like, this is the spookiest place because there was all these artifacts hanging around on all the different walls. Things that just didn't make any sense with you each other. You should do the Halloween thing while talking to this. A little Halloween background music. Yeah, I know. I haven't got any though, I don't think. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why. Let me just check for Halloween music. Um, let me check. Have I got it? This one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, so we've gone into the hotel and it was completely <laughs> deserted in the middle of nowhere in the Scottish Highlands. And then we walked back round, we used the toilet and we realised how spooky that was as well. And then we decided to leave by the side door, the one that we got in through. And? And, and we went back to the car. But just, and as we drove off, we saw that the front door had mysteriously come open since we tried it last, oh. but still no humans existed. <sighs> but then a couple of days later, we went there and had some lunch. <laughs> and it was fine, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we had our chocolate of hot in there. A chocolate of hate. <laughs> so that was spooky. <laughs> right, so uh, it turned out to be okay there in the end. It's quite nice. It was full of 60s music and 60s paraphernalia, from, which my mum would have loved. But um, at first, we thought we, we thought we was going to be one of these. Dead men tell no tales. Didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back to the story. Shut up, man. Is he going to get a clothesline? Back to the story uh, <laughs> of Around the Lock. So, yeah, hopefully you've got something from that. We're going to have to say, aren't we, leave it to your own 
decision. What do you think, everyone listening, about the Loch Ness there's Monster? There's definitely something in there. Well, they've found Whether stuff. A... Sonar contacts tell you there's big animals in there. What they are, I don't know, right? Maybe I think blue whale whether they break out. the surface, I don't know. Whether people are lying about all these sightings that they that they come up with over the years, I don't know. I'll Ooh. try and keep an open mind. I, I lean maybe towards, a... I lean towards Whoa! a little bit, but, uh, but the sonar things keep in me there. interested. Maybe there's whales in uh, there. Yeah, not or the whale shark. Yeah, yeah not the country. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a, a little bit. Um, Spooky. Spooky around the lot. Like we also went to that Boleskine house with the graveyard, didn't we? Yeah. On the way around. We, that, and that was like Alistair Crowley's house. Stop playing with that wire. Sorry. That was Alistair Crowley's house. And um, if you know who he is, he was an occultist and a, an author, apparently. Yeah. And he overlooked the graveyard and the lock. And he, he used to do spells and stuff up there. And then I've been informed that Led Zeppelin's guitarist bought it off of him or bought it after him, something like that. So, yes, lots of different people have bought this house overlooking the lock. It was, we, st- we went there because we'd never stopped there before. And it was a very spooky place all the way around the lock. But the, uh, the big story... You mean the lock? The lock. The big story here what? is... Uh, Scottish people are probably like, what? Aren't they? You know, the big story here is um, the Loch Ness Monster and mm-hmm. the fact that we've discovered why there's potentially... The, they're picking up all these sonar contacts down one. Like Steve's in his van. Steve fell from the Loch Ness Monster Hunter. He's in his van at Doors Beach. If you're not familiar with the area, Doors Beach is at one end of the lock. And now all the sightings are right down 23 miles away at the other end of the lock. So that's all of the uh, sonar Steve. contacts anyway. Poor old Steve. So, uh, yeah. So what are we going to say? We're going to have to uh, check out now, Riley. So yeah. what do you want to say? Uh Bye. Did you enjoy your holiday? Oh, yeah, I did enjoy my holiday. Yeah. There's what? lots of other stuff there that was a lot of fun as well. Yeah. What did you think? What are, you, what are your thoughts now about Nessie? Final thoughts? Definitely well, something. Well, the, um, the weather's... What's his face? Uh, Steve. No. Uh, Adrian uh, Shine. Adrian Shine at first made me think I was a fish, but now the, the, the contacts are making me think once again there's probably something... Um, in there, something big, yeah, or big fifty fish. <laughs> I don't know. If that, 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 I think they'd be able to tell if it was a school of fish. I think it's one solid object. I think that's what they've all realised now. Mm. If or, or more than one, who knows? Right, I am going to play us out here now with a bit of Scottish music. Hopefully, you've enjoyed us reminiscing over our holiday last week and uh, enjoyed our little Nessie hunt. If you've got any rate, uh, any uh, what do you call it? Feedback for Riley, how he's done on this podcast. Let me know. And if you yeah. want to go and check out the Dino Cast, which I used to do with Riley and sometimes still do, go check that out. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done it for a while, but we're, I'm sure we'll pop out an episode here and there. Uh, go yeah. check that out. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all later. Yeah.